0: Welcome to another session of Coffee with Dr. Golding, uh, where we look at exploring integrative solutions to chronic challenges. With me, of course, is my good friend, Dr. Craig Golding, and I'm Koro Good Morning. Craig, we've been talking about Alzheimer's a lot, and I know that it's a big focus in, in the practice. Um, last week, we had a look at the warning signs of Alzheimer's, and uh, we said that today we're going to look at the toxicity or various toxic challenges that, that come into play with Alzheimer's. Can you chat about and, and just tell us a bit more about the types of toxic challenges that can increase risk of Alzheimer's?
1: Sure. I mean, it, it is a very big topic. So um, I think I'm obviously going to simplify it a little bit because there are a lot of environmental toxins that us as human beings caused but are also exposed to mm-hmm. all the time. So, you know, the toxins are, are numerous and, uh, and all over the place, uh, literally. <laughs> so, so the types of toxins I think we should, we should classify. The first big group that a lot of people are aware of are the heavy metals in the environment. So we have... We have some that really increase your risk for Alzheimer's. For example, aluminium, and mercury, cadmium, silver, and other uh, heavy metals, lead, for example. So there's there's heavy metals um, in the environment that that really increase our risk. Um, that's that's one group. Then another group of toxins, I guess you could call organic chemicals or petrochemicals. These have carbon and hydrogen atoms in them. So we have Petrochemicals um, and and organic type of chemicals that are that are very very toxic to to the human body. Another big group is um, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides that is that is used by um, yeah, the majority of farmers. You know to 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 try and protect their their produce from invaders. But unfortunately, we are ingesting these pesticides. And they are very, very poisonous to the nervous system. So pesticides, uh, herbicides, fungicides, these um, non-organic pesticides and chemicals are increasing one's risk for Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and other neurodegenerative diseases. So organic uh, chemicals is another group. Pesticides is another group that I think needs extra special attention. Um, And then we we have other... Toxic products or byproducts of metabolism, you know, for example, hormones are metabolized through the liver into metabolites. So one has what we call endogenous production of metabolites or endogenous um, uh, potentially toxic compounds that can increase your risk for degenerative diseases and cancer and all sorts of problems like autoimmunity, for example. So, inside the body, we're also producing uh, byproducts of metabolism that are that are toxic to the brain. So, metal stands out always with, with Alzheimer's, pesticides, um, organic chemicals, petrochemicals. Another group that I want to highlight is a, is a group of chemicals called bisphenols. They're also very, very toxic to the brain and the human body, and we found these in plastic and... Uh, if you go and look at our oceans these days, it's full of plastic. You know, we're not just killing humanity, but we're killing the animals of the ocean, like the biggest the bigger species, um, by dumping all the plastic into the ocean. So plastic is a big toxin, uh, bisphenols. For example, if you have a bottled water and you leave it in your car and it's exposed to sun, the bisphenol concentration in the water increases substantially and it's very, very toxic can increase your risk for cancer and other neurodegenerative problems and even autoimmunity. So that's another group. So you'll see the once you start talking about toxins that affect the brain, it, uh, it increases all the time. I'd like to have or we'll mention another group of toxins mm-hmm. that you might find a bit surprising, but it's very, very important for brain health. And I think if we're discussing toxicities, we should we should look at this group. And I'll simplify it by classifying it as emotional toxicity. Mm -hmm. It's very, very important. You know, what you expose your brain to is not just the foods that you're eating or the toxins that you're ingesting, but also um, the emotional toxins, post-traumatic stress disorder, for example, emotional toxic relationships. um, Emotional toxicities upset the hormones and neurotransmitters in the brain and really affect brain health uh, significantly. So don't uh, underestimate the effects uh, and effects of emotional toxicity on the brain. And then also the the new
0: one that more and more studies are are coming out on, of course, is the um, radiation, if you want to classify it all under one umbrella.
1: Yes, I think we should. And thank you for mentioning that one. It's a very, very important one. Um, For short, we can call it EMF. It's another environmental toxin that that is very hard to avoid these days. So electromagnetic frequencies um, of certain uh, frequencies are very bad for the human brain and the human body. Um, We're seeing this increased studies coming out on the dangers of microwaves, for example, television screens, Wi-Fi's, all these towers, 4G, 5G towers are now coming up. Um, These electromagnetic frequencies are... Particularly dangerous for the body. The new 60 gigahertz 5G towers are particularly dangerous. Never been experimented on before on on human beings, and no safety data at all. Yet these towers are going up, so electromagnetic frequency uh, damage is very relevant in the times that we're living in. And perhaps we can look at some of the some of the things you can do to um, protect yourself from EMF. But very important and. Uh, important that I don't omit that so well well remembered there you must be getting aluminium out of your brain to remember that one and I had a drip yesterday good Um, so EMF prevention and uh, detoxification of EMF mm. uh, is very important
0: it's interesting that we're noticing more and more how these towers are going up at schools Mm. Um, and I mean it's good money for a school but there's, there's, nothing that has proven that you are keeping your students safe.
1: Well, exactly, um, and uh, we're having an epidemic of ADD and anxiety, depression, and uh, behavior disorders, and um, I'm convinced that EMF uh, exposure is is exacerbating these things. Plays
0: a definite role, and just for if you just started listening, this is not the X-Files uh, mm-hmm. session this is um, yeah coffee with Dr. Golding and I mean, we look at everything integrative medicine I know and I'm going off on a tangent now is seen by some as a woo-woo discipline um, but everything that is done in practice um, and everything that is said is based on
1: studies and on medical fact and um, yes we we like to refer to our brand or model of medicine as precision medicine so we we check these levels you know we check uh, metal levels and we check uh, lab uh, labs to see um, that alkylation therapies are working, for example um, uh, very important. you know now that you mentioned it, you mentioned the EMF uh, another one that comes to mind <laughs> that I think is so important that we that we skipped is mold toxicity uh, yes mold toxicity is um, kind of a i guess it's a you could call it a new kid on the block but it's been recognized now as a significant cause of alzheimer's Mm -hmm. dementia we call it also inhalational dementia because you inhale the mold and this can cause significant uh, changes in the brain um, and ultimately can cause alzheimer's so very often mold toxicity uh, needs to be checked we do testing for what we call SIRS or, or chronic inflammatory response syndrome so mm-hmm. there's test to check for that um, and we can get the mold out of the body we have the, the, the skill set or the tool set to do that
0: okay what I like about our sessions is that they're not really scripted so I mean we choose a topic and just talk and whatever comes up comes up so yeah
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, we're not a textbook. If you want a textbook, go and buy a textbook. But but we this is really a, a chat, and and sometimes very valuable points come across, you know, during a during a coffee. I agree. So
0: let's look at some of the the treatment options, and I would like for us maybe to to look into metal toxicity a bit, and just let's chat about. How you um, do detoxification um, and treatment? I know that chelation is a big thing.
1: Yeah, look, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't suggest that you do IV chelation, for yes. example, unless you have certification. So I have certification with the American College for Advancement of Medicine, um, and I have uh, done a lot of training and a lot of studying to be qualified to do mm. intravenous chelation, but. That said, there, there are some very nice, um, relatively easy ways to do collation by mouth, um, and that's that's open and available to the majority of people mm. because not everyone wants to come in for one or two IVs every week for 20, 24 weeks. You know, it's a bit cumbersome, expensive, and… Um, dangerous. Sometimes dangerous, is. Yes. Sometimes it's needed. Look, I mean, mm-hmm. if I have lead toxicity, I want to do EDTA chelation, or if I have very serious titanium or some other metal toxicity, I may want to do DMPS, DMSA, RV. Um, but these are rare situations, so I don't always uh, you know, I suggest RV for, for everybody. I use the oral route. So some of the metals that are really important, let's, let's start with mercury. I mean, mercury is one of the most toxic metals to the human brain that exists. Um, And where do we get the mercury from? Uh, Usually from fillings in the mouth Mm. uh, or from fish in the ocean, large fish like tuna, shark, swordfish. Uh, These kinds of large fish are quite high in mercury. Probably shouldn't be eating those. Or if you are eating, let's say you're a tuna sashimi fan, then you should be doing something like N-acetylcysteine before having your fish because that's very high in Sulfur amino acids that elevates glutathione, which is a very effective way to get rid of mercury. So maybe uh, since I brought that up, let's focus on how how we get mercury out of the body. Uh, You also get mercury uh, under other names. Let's just say thimerosal, for example, in the flu vaccine, that's mercury. Um, there used to be a lot more mercury in the vaccines, but fortunately that mercury has been removed. Replaced with aluminium? Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, aluminium is another one that causes uh, autoimmunity, inflammation, and um, Alzheimer's, which is our focus of conversation, I guess. So, um, glutathione, I mentioned glutathione. This is an amino acid, well, an antioxidant in the body that's very, very powerful at detoxifying mercury. Um, it's, a, it's a combination of um, three amino acids, cysteine, glycine, glutamic acid. Um, you should know about glutathione, I guess, um, if you wanted to stay healthy because glutathione is your master detoxifier. So how do we get nice high glutathione levels? Firstly, uh, we, we haven't had available oral glutathione supplements until now. We have a very nice one called emethione, which is s Glutathione that you can take daily that keeps your glutathione levels nice and high. Mm-hmm. I take it every day, uh M-athon because I want my glutathione levels high to, pre- to prevent corona. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very good viral detoxifier too. So uh, glutathione levels nice and high, my chances of getting corona are much lower. So uh, I'm not saying that's all you need to do, um, but, but keeping glutathione levels high helps detoxify mercury and other metals and other toxins um, from the body. Mm. So I mentioned NAC, N-acetylcysteine, 500 milligrams twice a day for an adult. Nice way, the cysteine part is a precursor molecule to glutathione. Inexpensive, nice way to build your own glutathione to detoxify mercury. There's other ways to get your glutathione up. Uh, Ordinary milk thistle does that. Alpha-lipoic acid does that. Um, and these are, these are very useful. I must say with mercury, I always use vitamin C. Yeah. Vitamin C in conjunction with glutathione, alpha-lipoic, incredibly useful at getting mercury out. And that will do IV as well. Very, very safe to do vitamin C. Nice high doses. Once I've checked the patient's kidney functions and G6PD, I'll do a high-dose vitamin C with glutathione and alpha-lipoic acid wonderful uh, detoxifiers of, of mercury and some of the other metals um obviously this isn't a a whole talk on collation therapy yes. to doctors this is a coffee chat so i'm just mentioning some mm. things um there's also some wonderful other supplements you could do you know like spirulina and chlorella mm. these these bind metals and pesticides and uh Get get the rubbish out of the system, you know. Get get the muck out of the out of the body. So spirulina and chlorella, very inexpensive, nice way to to detoxify as well. I can't wait for cilantro. Yeah, in America, I did a lot of studies in America. In America, they, they love to talk about cilantro as the herb of choice to detoxify metals. Um, in South Africa, we, we know it as coriander. It's exactly the same thing. Um, I love coriander, not everyone does, but uh, I love to use that herb in, in my cooking um, because coriander is a wonderful, inexpensive way to get rid of metals. So you'll see in health shops spirulina powder. Uh, you'll see in uh, your, your shopping markets uh, some coriander. So it's, it's really exciting. You can say, okay, I'm going shopping today. To, do, to buy my chelatus my chelation therapy to yep. detoxify my body and you go and buy some coriander and spirulina and uh, so there you go you're your own doctor detoxifying metals um, I just want
0: to maybe add a therapy option for, for the, the, the mercury, hmm. getting it out of the mouth
1: me as first, first port of call oh yes I mean I use a biological dentist at our centre which means it's used removed properly mm-hmm. um, that there's not toxification of mercury by, by removing them um, so very important and, and good point you know getting the mercury out of your mouth um, and checking for your levels even a decade after is important you know we have special scre- screening an oligoscan or <clears throat> urine screening of metals to see but uh, some, some patients are surprised to see that 10, 15 years after they've removed the mercury from the mouth, it's still sitting in the system Absolutely. and in their bodies. So we have to do check and we have to get that out of their bodies as well. Okay. I was mentioning um, some of the chelators for mercury. I think aluminium we must, we must uh, highlight. Yeah, definitely because aluminium uh, is at the core of these neurofibrillary tangles that, that uh, are associated with Alzheimer's. So getting aluminium out of the brain is uh, very important. So one of the metals that are very prevalent in our environment is aluminium. It's in our cookware, underarm sprays, it's in vaccines, uh, it's in industrialised cities. So aluminium is everywhere. To get it out of the body, um, you need to do something extra special. Uh, Glutathione helps a bit, but what I use is very inexpensive. It's a herb called horsetail. It's not the tail of a horse. It's (laughs) a herb called horsetail, and we we use that uh, in droplet form, 10 to 15 drops a couple of times a day. It's very high in silica, um, and it gets aluminium out of the system. So for autoimmune conditions, neurodegenerative problems, you want to get aluminium out of the system. Even for ADD kids, mm-hmm. aluminium is a big toxin that we want to get out of the system. So getting those metals out with chelation, oral or with your food and supplements, or even intravenous in some circumstances, we can get these metals out of uh, the human body. Mm-hmm. So so coffee now has,
0: has turned into a chelation chat and an IV chat um, and
1: well we're just touching on some we, of them aren't we we just touched, touched on the metals I'd yes. like to touch on on uh, perhaps the hormones mm-hmm. just a sentence yeah. or two and yeah. perhaps mold a sentence or mm-hmm. two so uh, just just on
0: IVs um, people can do the, the, the IV nutritional course IV nutrient therapy course um, where we discuss all of these things in, in a lot more detail um, I know chelation we we touch on we tell people how to do it but we also then warn them we, we do two patients a year maybe on, on the heavy chelation I the, think. the
1: heavy yeah, I guess you can call it heavy chelation for, every, for very serious heavy metals <laughs> yes um, but we do a lot of the vitamin C glutathione yes, yes. that's still chelation yeah. but it's just not the, the heavy stuff as, yeah. as you, you've coined the term uh, yes, the IV Nutrient Therapy course is a very popular course for doctors and practitioners. Mm-hmm. We've taught more than 100 doctors around the country on on safe IV nutrient therapies. So uh, goldinginstitute.com is dedicated to teaching doctors and practitioners. If you have an interest or your doctor does for that matter, have a look at goldinginstitute.com mm-hmm. for our IV Nutrient Therapy course. It's very, very popular. Indeed. And then, of
0: course, the bigger course that we, we're doing at the moment is the uh, cognitive decline course uh, where we talk about Alzheimer's and the reversal of that, like we've been doing over
1: the past couple That's of years. That's a very, very in-depth course <laughs> and uh, yes, you'll be super excited to know that Alzheimer's is reversible and I'll, I'll teach all the tools to do that yeah. in that course. Awesome. Sorry. Tangent, now mm-hmm. we can get back to mold and hormones. Yeah, so the hormone metabolites, the, uh, I don't want to make this a science lecture, but to improve the good metabolites, um, it's quite simple. You just want to increase your cruciferous vegetable intake. Everyone knows what that is, I'm sure. Broccoli, <laughs> cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, all those yummy yummy veggies. Um, and then broccoli sprouts has become very popular. So we have supplements to ensure that your hormone metabolites are safe and non-breast cancer forming, non-autoimmune forming. So these are like I3C DIM. And sulforaphane. Those are the two uh, famous ones. I use them every single day myself, and I prescribe them every single day for my patients as prevention and treatment of breast cancer. And guess what the most prevalent cancer is at the moment in the world? In South Africa, where we focus is breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And you should know all about that, shouldn't you? Yes, twice now.
0: Um, And it is because I I have not been taking my I3C and DEM or whatever. Things And we will, I think, at some stage also chat about genetics and how um, we can ease detoxification challenges um, if we have done our
1: genetics. Yes, I think there's a very important field that we deal with every day in nutrigenomics mm. and how you can uh, optimize your supplement regime to lower your risk of disease. That we call the field of epigenetics, the mm. environment in which... Those genes are are active It's uh, important. Not just the genes that you that you're born with. So before my coffee finishes, we better and say a word or two about mold. Um, so we have testing for it mm-hmm. um, called chronic inflammatory response syndrome. So we have a number of lab tests to establish that you have it. To get rid of it, you need to do special things. So glutathione is one way, but very often not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we find, I find people who have tinnitus or chronic sinus have a mold thing and we do ozone in the ears, sinus irrigation, mm-hmm. and voila, they're tinnitus. Tinnitus or tinnitus, if you want to pronounce it that way, mm-hmm. is better. So that's something to remember. Just by the way, I'm going on a tangent again. But um, important to get to get mold out is glutathione. Then you want something called binders. So mm-hmm. we used to have a cholesterol drug or an anti-cholesterol drug called cholestyramine. Which is a wonderful binder to get mould out. It's not so readily available anymore, unfortunately, because um, there's other pharmaceutical agents that have been pushed for cholesterol, and cholestyramine was forgotten. But uh, if you can get hold of cholestyramine, four grams once or twice a day, it's a a wonderful binder to get mould out. We have other binders too. I use a binder. Developed by Dr. Christopher Shade. He, he has a company in the US called Quicksilver, and we use his binder to get mold out when it's present. I'm not saying every person should go and be doing mold detoxification. You know, there's uh, specific tests to, to see if you have that, and it's something to, to consider. And we, we cover this in the cognitive decline course on mm-hmm. goldeninstitute.com. So binders are important to get get uh, mold out. Another way to get them out is infrared sauna,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, sweating. You know, so um, I'll quote someone I don't know who said it is quite wise. Um, good things happen to those that sweat, uh, and that's that's an important factor because sweating is a is a lovely way to detox um ordinary sauna helps but but infrared sauna is the best or a niacin sauna is the best we do infrared and niacin saunas in the practice uh Mm. to get metals and mold out you want to get metals and mold out you would be surprised how many alzheimer dementia patients we've been able to reverse Mm. by by dealing with the toxicities yeah i um
0: I'm treating young man now, you, you sent for um, malt toxicity with
1: major autohemotherapy, and the yeah, I think tell people about it. We have still got a few sips of our coffee left. What is major autohemotherapy? Major autohemotherapy is
0: also known as the multi-pass or ten-pass therapy, where you basically connect your your patient to a system, um, and you extract 200 milliliters of blood. It's a closed system. Um, and then inject 200 milliliters of ozone gas into that blood it has a reaction, it sterilizes the blood um, the O3 turns into oxygen in the blood so um, you oxygenate the blood, I mean that's what Lance Armstrong did uh, to cheat mm. and um, then you put that blood back into the, the body and you redo that process up to 10 times and I've just seen that uh we initially wanted to do six sessions with, with this young man. And um, after session one, he had a strong detox. And after session two, quite a severe detox. So he's taking a couple of weeks rest. It just It's interesting to see how the, the blood um, forms gunk mm. and um, clogs up the, the filter with
1: toxicity like this. Yeah, it's an amaz- amazing detox that... Uh- it's also good for a number of other things. Mm-hmm. Ozonation of the brain is good for Alzheimer's treatment and prevention. It's good for your immune system, good for blood flow, good for a lot of things. So, yeah, it's, a, it's an ex- exciting treatment modality that uh, people should be aware of. What's those big medical terms you use there again? Major autohemotherapy.
0: Mm. And the reason why I use that is. Um, because it's known as, as 10 pass therapy, people get very upset when you only do five or six passes or three passes sometimes um, before the body says enough. Um, so if you don't set them up to expect 10 passes and you, you take them through the journey of you know, every session is going to be different, we might get to 10, which is first prize
1: plus, but if we only do three, then it's okay. Yeah, I agree. And also, it's it's amazing. It's it's a visual experience. I mean, you can actually see the blood uh, becomes pinker. You can just see the blood is cleaner after. Yeah, it's a fascinating therapy. Um, Okay,
0: so on that, we need to go and do some therapy today. And my coffee, my tea today is finished. So, um, yeah, thank you. This was a good chat. My pleasure. Amazing but, what you can cover a uh, coffee. To <laughs> <laughs> that, to that. Um, next week, let's maybe chat about prevention. Mm-hmm. We, we've looked at uh, toxicity and all of those things, but let's look at nutraceutical prevention um, for cognitive decline. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for Coffee with Dr. Golding, where we explore integrative solutions to chronic challenges. Wonderful.